I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Cult Popcha podcast was brought to you by our Patreon. If you want to tell us which films we should watch or get two extra exclusive podcasts a month, then please consider joining the cult and donating at www.patreon.com slash everybody and welcome back to the cult popship podcast my name is aj and i'm joined today as usual by my good buddy richard hello richard hello and our sometimes good buddy rowan hey, hello. <laughs> hey guys <laughs> uh this this marks a a first for well not a, necessarily a first but something that doesn't happen too often which is um two of the christchurch family recording a podcast with one of the auckland family <laughs> recording usually it's the other way around yeah. so i'm using our multi uh path mix mixer for the first time in a long time to record Rowan's yeah. beautiful voice while Richard records over in Auckland. My mm. ugly voice. Yeah. Ugh. Ugly. Horrible. Like, that's all our reviews are like, please stop. Uh, I don't like when that Richard guy talks. Please stop. They all say. So today we thought we'd talk about something uh, kind of topical, uh, and that's Disney, which you could pick maybe... <laughs> half the weeks of the year for disney <laughs> to be topical but um originally when i when i planned to do this i was like oh because dumbo's coming out this week <laughs> we're tired into dumbo um but uh is it was it last night or tonight that the fox merger Very finally recent. happened yeah like last night, yeah. last night or something yeah yeah, yeah. so for but those that don't last know, week when you're listening to this yeah true yeah. um uh, for those that don't know, Fox has been bought by Disney, which means the X Men are gonna be in the Avengers. Yay! That's worth it. Mm, as of as of last night, yeah, they're gonna be edited the, into all your yeah. favorite um Marvel every movies. Avengers movie that's happened so far. Uh, but and we're gonna kind of talk about a topic adjacent to that, though uh, Fox will come up at some point, and that's a. Uh, a streaming service that's set to um, launch at the end of this year, apparently. That's the latest release date that I saw. Um, latest. Later this year. Late, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and that streaming service is called Disney Plus. So this streaming service sounds fucking bananas. <laughs> there, yeah. there is there is so much going into this this platform that it's basically stomping out the competition at le- everything except for Netflix at, and even Netflix is in trouble. Mm. Like, you know, well, do you guys agree? What do you guys think about? Yeah. I mean, I think that like Disney is uniquely positioned to yeah. launch, especially post Fox acquisition, but yeah. just on the strength of their brands alone, they're just uniquely mm. positioned to just set up a service and have it instantly be something everyone wants to subscribe to. Yeah. Mm. Um, so what we're going to do today is we're going to go through the films, which is like the least interesting part, uh, but more importantly, the TV shows that are going to be uh, launched on the service. There will be uh, 
apparently their entire library of films will be on will be available on the service. Yeah, the stuff from the vault. Yeah, yeah the vault. Um, but so we're not going to go through all of them because that's that's obvious stuff. Oh man. Um, so I'll start with the films because there's not really any films that they've announced that are in development that I really want to talk about, and I don't think you guys will either. So we'll go <laughs> I through the films. Cannot wait to prove you wrong. <laughs> we'll go through the films. Uh, quickly um and i should also say this isn't every single project this is the ones that i thought we would want to talk about we're not going to be talking about steve martin's magician tv show or whatever it is is that, that a thing he's doing something i i read i i vaguely skimmed over and i was like we're not going to talk about this oh, and we, look, we should talk about that later here we are talking about it so what do i know um okay so the most significant at least for our podcast and i guess for for the wider um zeitgeist as well um of the films that is currently in post-production is the live action lady and the tramp remake can't wait for this this is i'm really excited for this film are you yeah this is my this is my you know i'll buy this service just for this kind of thing really yeah wow i love lady and the tramp we we covered lady and the tramp on the podcast once and we would we were very dismayed at how uh the lack of content that it gave us is like with just over two hours of the film yeah. to talk about and i can't wait for a third hour you know i don't believe you at all you don't believe him yeah prove to me you're excited about lady and the tramp justin thoreau yeah justin justin throws playing the titular tramp and uh, tessa thompson is playing the titular oh, lady she's great and it's also going to be directed by Charlie Bean, who directed the Lego Ninjago movie. Ooh. It's a good movie. It's just as not as good as the other Lego movies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. So that's the main one that's straight up like being edited right now. Right. But there's a few more in development but that I thought I'd jot down. I wonder why that doesn't make it to cinema screens. What is it about? Maybe Lady it's, and the a, as Richard said, maybe it's a pull to get you to subscribe. Yeah, it's definitely, and it's worked right. for me. um but yeah yeah, like i think that one was definitely not like oh let's just chuck this on disney plus it was like okay what's going to be our first because it seems like they've got as we get through each of their kind of tentpole properties has something that's exclusive to disney plus and this is the one Mm. for uh the live action remake right yeah is lady in the tramp when was that made is that quite a bit older yeah so it's it probably doesn't have quite the same like diehard nostalgia it's a different group. type of disney yeah, yeah but, uh, <laughs> aladdin and lion king have a very tangible yeah. nostalgia group yeah. that they're gonna yeah they could they could afford to put it on disney plus but it's also enough that you know it makes sense to mm-hmm. that it might draw some people especially with the yeah. talent involved Right, so here are some other films in development. A lot of these are remakes um, of other films that I didn't know Disney owned, but Disney owned a lot more than <laughs> I think people realize these days. Uh, so I'll just rattle off some of these because I can't imagine we'll talk about them for too long. Um, Three Men and a Baby, I think, is getting a, a remake. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, Father of the Bride. Can't wait. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Super excited. Hey. The Parent Trap. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's yeah. third remake. Finally. Um, the Sword and the Stone, which I couldn't find if that was going to be a live action yeah. remake. Because that would seem to be what? Surely, right? Because you wouldn't yeah, animate I mean, the remake. Either way, I'm there, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Sister Act 3. Oh, I couldn't kill this. <laughs> with, it's with Whoopi Goldberg? Uh, I don't know. It's, Surely, right. Yeah. Yeah, um, cool. And... In the rumoured department of films going to uh, Disney+, Plus, we've got The New Mutants, which is the, <laughs> yeah. the much-delayed X-Men. Oh, my gosh. What will probably oh. be the final X-Men movie, uh, The New Mutants, which- In um, the Fox continuity, anyway. Yeah, 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 in the Fox continuity. Unless you count Deadpool, who is apparently not getting recast 
if he joins the MCU, uh, which was actually my continue the franchise when we did the X Men <laughs> franchise. Mm. I was like, recast everyone except Deadpool, um, and he can make a joke about it, and mm, everyone mm. will be like, "Ha!" Because he's sure meta. He will. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's move on swiftly to TV, the more interesting part mm. of this discussion. I disagree. Um, you think Lady and the Tramp? I think gets- Lady and the Tramp <laughs> is the single most interesting property coming <laughs> okay. to Disney Plus. I struggle. I'm struggling to believe you, but I won't insult you. <laughs> yeah, I can't you see by, your mouth um... properly behind the pop screen. So, <laughs> 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 all right. So, an important note: most of these, but not all of these, are either Star Wars or Marvel TV shows. And one of the things I saw being reported was that each of these shows is being given a 100 million dollar budget spread across a small amount of episodes. Wow! So we're talking yeah. six to ten episodes for each of these properties, mm. with 100 million spread at, across at 100 most. million episodes. <laughs> yeah, 100 million episodes. So at most, that's what? A 10 that's million? 10, roughly 10 million episode. Yeah, episode yeah. yeah. All right. So the first one we're going to talk about that's in development is the Loki series, which has been ordered for allegedly six to eight episodes. These are all Wikipedia stats. And yeah. I, not all of this is Wikipedia research, but when Wikipedia was the only place listing how many episodes had been ordered. So there you go. Um, so for most of these things, we know basically nothing about any of them yeah, at this exactly. current point so yeah. loki is probably the one we know the most about though well, i think we least- know quite a bit about the mandalorian okay. maybe not officially but we yeah. do yeah. um so disney ceo bob Iger confirmed in november that the series was in development and that hiddleston tom hiddleston who plays loki in the films was expected to reprise his role uh michael waldron who's a writer for rick and morty uh was recently mm-hmm. hired as the series showrunner and the story is rumored to follow Loki as he causes mischief throughout history. And being that he is a shapeshifter, Tom Hiddleston may not need to play him 100% of the time. Oh, okay. Mm. Yep. What do you guys think? Uh, can't wait. <laughs> Can yep. you be more specific, Richard? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I was watching an interview with Kevin Feige talking about like kind of the future of the MCU yesterday. And he mentioned about the the TV shows. And he said one we're really excited about is, is Loki. He said working with Tom Hiddleston again mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So it, it seems like Tom Hiddleston definitely is going to be involved in, in some capacity. But yeah, I quite like the idea. And I think out of all the Marvel ones, this is maybe not the one that excites me the most because mm-hmm. of the premise of like, like jumping around history, not having him play him the whole time. But I am excited to see Marvel play with long form narrative. And I think that's yeah. the thing they're most excited about. Yeah. I'm totally the opposite. I think the concept is the thing that makes it like really stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, initially when I heard it, that it was going to be a prequel, I was really bummed out. But then that thing of like jumping through time, like quantum leap. Yeah. Like, like the anti quantum. Yeah. And just that concept of like, Loki's the God of mischief and he's yeah. popping up all throughout history, causing mischief. That just sounds like a great sort of anthology kind of series, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have to be tied into this greater Marvel universe world building storytelling it can just be like fun historical run-ins with and i wonder i wonder if the way they get around the prequel problem of like we know this character survives is gonna be like uh if loki is the catalyst for problems where different characters each episode solve the problem i i think so right it'd be be interesting to know if loki's Mm. the only consistent character through all the episodes in each i'd love it if every episode was a standalone historical incident and it's like kind of like doctor who and loki just pops in and is he gonna be the protagonist or the antagonist i reckon he should be the antagonist in every episode's people fighting him but it would be like he knocks the nose off the sphinx and stuff (laughs) like that fun stuff like (laughs) Like that yeah yeah how loki like did all the bad stuff that happened throughout how he stole christmas yeah how loki (laughs) stole christmas 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. That, if that if this was if this was a more of a Doctor Who kind of feel, I could see a Christmas episode being called How Loki Stole Christmas. Yeah, that would not surprise me at all. Yeah, are you guys? Would you guys say you're low key pretty excited about it? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. I'm not going to respond to puns. <laughs> they make my head thaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, i think it's cool that it's also it's far it's going to be far back in time enough that it should just be completely disconnected from the rest of the mcu which for i guess a yeah. lot of people is uh, like a, a negative but i think it's and I the feel best like, way to make this its own thing yeah and this will be the first uh marvel series to drop i think yeah um so that'll well be- i mean like let's not forget uh tom hiddleston as loki is just the that's a draw card in of itself yeah. if he gets yeah. to just be loki for a you know, eight hours worth of TV. Yeah. That's a whole heck of a it's lot of fun. It's a good way to utilize a character yeah. that um, was yeah. was for a long time Mar- considered Marvel's only good e- villain. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's cool because, it, like, yeah, Loki and Tom Hiddleston. It's one of those like perfect marriages of character and actor, mm-hmm. like Justin Thoreau and the Tramp. Yeah. Yeah. Or Tessa Thompson. Um, and, and like, her yeah, character actually, yeah, in, yeah. in Men in Black International. <laughs> 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 All right, so the next show uh, that we're going to be talking about is called it's 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 dipping into one of the uh, lesser utilized uh, <laughs> properties that Disney acquired, and this series is called Muppets Live Another Day. Have you guys mm. heard about Muppets Live Another Day? No, yeah, vaguely, I think. Yeah, so Josh Gad is apparently working with the guys oh, yeah. who wrote Once Upon a Time, the series, uh, on a new Muppet show called Muppets Live Another Day. The show, this is the most interesting part, and this might not be true. This might be like some tabloid article, like trying to make stuff real by writing about it. Mm. Um, apparently, it'll be set in the 1980s and will take place immediately following the events of The Muppets Take Manhattan. Huh. Which is it's interesting because the Muppets have tried to do a lot of different things in post like Muppet movie heyday, you know, like they did the most recent one being that um that mockumentary series. Yeah. It was like The Office, like yeah. a, a mockumentary, and that got cancelled pretty swiftly. And a I'd lot never of people heard of it. You'd never heard <laughs> yeah. of it, yeah. Well, it's, it's, oh. it's like a forgotten relic of yeah. its time, basically. Yeah, it, it was pretty decent. It, it was around twenty fifteen, something like that. So, oh, so, yeah. and is this being mixed with another property as well? Because uh, what what's the one that Disney acquired recently? The Muppets. That's been with Disney like f- forever. It's not been with Disney forever. Well, like it's been with Disney for, for a while. long time. Yeah, for a long time, isn't it? They yeah. acquired the Muppets, though, didn't they? Not maybe, like maybe as part was, of Fox they, or anything. Maybe like they that. were co-productions for a while and not uh, owned by know. Disney. Maybe yeah. we, can, we need. A look Is it going to be? And, like, oh, actually, sorry. Um, they've 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 owned the Muppets for thirty years. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Hey, is it going to be a musical? Them. <laughs> is it going to be like a musical variety show? No, at least nine acquisition. If, 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 yeah, if Josh Gad is attached, I would imagine it'd be a musical. Sure, yeah, mm. interesting. Yeah. I don't really have a any opinion on the Muppets. No, honest. so um, yeah, <laughs> moving right along. No, uh, I love the Muppets, um, and that uh, that mockumentary show was actually pretty decent. Yeah. There was it was one of those things where I I think I only watched like half of the season because I'm real bad at watching TV, but. There was one joke that I was like, this is fucking hilarious. And then I was like, going to show someone it and I'd forgotten what episode it was in. And <laughs> I can't remember the, what the joke was. Forgot what the joke was. <laughs> yeah. It does strike me that making it a period thing kind of plays to the Muppets' strength because the, mm. like, the heyday of the Muppets is, is over. Yeah. Um, and if you go back to like a 
I know it just would I think it'll make the show feel more appropriate or vital yeah. when you actually are watching it if it's of its time it's like i remember when we did uh the teenage mutant ninja turtles series i said that the next teenage mutant ninja turtles movie should be set in the 90s hmm. just because mm. that's what yeah that would brings be, it yeah, out of them the cool. most you yeah know? Be cool. yeah and i hope that this that this show as well returns to because the muppets have a very like wholesome sense of humor and part of mm. uh moving away from there i think is why the muppets tv show it was just called the muppets yeah. failed because they kind of changed these wholesome beloved characters that haven't changed for you know 30 40 yeah. years into like they're all kind of jerks to each other and no one really liked that mm. and yeah, K- and Kermit, it's like we, we've spoken about this before that like punch down humor is kind of yeah dying yeah kermit had a new girlfriend and she was like a sexier pig yeah <laughs> and people were like she, it's fat shaming miss piggy it's like Miss Piggy like, physically abuses Kermit all the time. Yeah, like he, he shouldn't stay with her just because <laughs> she's thick. And yeah, yeah but he yeah. can't help himself. I think is what will come. The, to yeah, him. the general like from what we know of the premise, though, like the kids these days like the Muppets because this sounds like it's being targeted as, as an. I would imagine player. it's a twofold demographic. Like they're trying to pull yeah. in the classic. We pull in those who already like it and introduce and find new fans because they because the mm. the good thing about the Muppets is they're immediately attractive when you see them because they're fun puppets right sure but so, like the kids these days like like the muppet style I'm, of puppetry. i'm not a kid and i don't have a yeah. kid so i couldn't tell you i just don't think i don't know yeah my i don't know be interesting <laughs> to write in and tell mm. us uh, so the next <laughs> series i've got written down here on my little list is the vision and scarlet witch so this is another marvel limited series again six to eight episodes expected to follow elizabeth olsen's wanda maximoff slash scarlet witch and paul bettany's vision it is expected to focus on their relationship uh, and jack schaefer was hired to write the first episode and serve as showrunner mm. um this is i'm not particularly in love with either of those characters however they are that b-tier avenger that's that fit getting their I mean, own tv I show i think they're ripe for exploration because yeah, exactly we don't know anything about them we don't really care about them and yeah, they've yeah. never been the focus really of any of the films so mm. well and, yeah. like like and we arrive at them in infinity war and we're meant to buy that they are in this committed mm. relationship but we that all happened largely off screen so it's because it's because their their centric movies is age of ultron which <laughs> nobody really likes to talk about as much yeah either. but even then mm. they don't really get established like their relationship or no, them they, as characters they, they are barely set up yeah. in those films so yeah, yeah i well, can they, totally they, see the yeah their sort of relationship is established and built upon in civil war mm. but, but yeah i mean really, the, no. this is another one that i, I like i support i mean it's yeah, it's cool it, it, being able to play with characters that aren't necessarily going to get their own movies, and yeah. the, I think the suit the long form narrative. And there's another sort of two header mm. Marvel series that we're going to be talking about in a second that I also <laughs> am quite excited for because of the way it could potentially work and the dynamic between the characters. This is probably the one I'm least excited about. Yeah, um, but because it, just like Dumbo because I'm least excited about a Dumbo live action remake. It could be the best one of the year. Mm. Yeah. But at the same time, I think because these are like, other than Carol Danvers, these are probably the two most powerful characters in the Marvel universe. And so how do you kind of make that interesting week to week? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it is based off a comic series, I believe like a a run, because that's why it's got such a a weirdly formatted name of the vision and Scarlet Witch. It's yeah. not Scarlet Witch and the Vision, which feels like it flows better, like they're doing a callback to the title of the comic. But I guess yeah. it's just... Like, yeah, there's a big outcry that um, her name's second. Mm. Really? 
Yeah. What sort of adventures do they go on, though? Like, well, they're both dead ones. at the moment. They're both, yeah, well, it's, so that's the other thing, right? It has to be a prequel, as far as we know. Uh, I imagine they will make their way back to the land of the living. Oh, I'm sure they will, game. but I get the general sense that all of the... I mean, I hope I'm proven wrong, but I feel like all of these standalone, character-centric Marvel properties are going to be prequels by default, because the, yeah, film, not the films are where they tell yeah, the, between the stories. Two things. That would yeah. make them prequels, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's a good idea. This could take place um, before Infinity War, and it could mm. flesh like, out their adventures. And yeah, I can I can fill in the gap Civil like between War. Civil War and and Infinity War, like when they're on the run, kind of thing. Mm. Unless they do that whole Agents of Shield style thing, where the first, like if it's a ten episode season, the first five episodes are pre Civil War, and then like you have some, like so you get a right. change of pace or you get a shake yeah. up mid show because like that could be the cool way to sort of these shows these Marvel centric shows really could yeah. fill in the gaps that we've been missing for so long with the Marvel MCU mm. cinematic universe where <laughs> you actually get to build on all these characters and setups yeah. in between and really explore these characters yeah. and, and, and live in those moments between the big earth shattering developments in the films. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love your um, Marvel MCU cinematic universe. Like, <laughs> well, I was trying to specify. So like, redundant. Well, yeah, no, but you know, people talk about the MCU as this thing that's bigger than just yeah. the film and it's about to become bigger than the films and films yeah. are cinema and cinematic. Right. So yeah. I was just trying to clarify that yeah. No, yeah. The, the cinematic is, part is, of the MCU. The well, MCU so- is one of many cinematic universes. Yeah, so. but I also um so well, but are, these Disney, are these Disney streaming services part of the MCU then? If it's the Marvel the, Cinematic I, I so. Universe, well, it is because they're not they're not going to be as removed as Agents of Shield or Daredevil. Yeah, and also they're um, a lot more cinematic removed. than just comic books. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the interview I watched with Kevin Feige, he talked about how these the the Disney Plus shows will be connected to the MCU. Hmm. He said stuff will happen in the TV shows that informs the movies and vice versa. Yeah. I mean, well, so like, they'll be more connected than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're being actually developed by Marvel Studios, the yeah. Disney-owned I mean, they're like, development you know, company. Getting the actual actors <laughs> yeah. to be in them. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, cool. like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Netflix shows were just developed completely separately. So they obviously yeah. were never tied into... Yeah, the actual. I mean, like Agents of Shield was a little bit, but Agents uh, of Shield connected itself to the MCU. It, it, but exactly, the MCU yeah. Did not connect. It's like continuity it. only flows downhill, yeah, but yeah. they're actually going to be on a fairly level playing field yeah. with Disney Plus. Yeah. That being said, I don't expect anything to happen in the TV show that would alter the course of a future movie because no. they still want people yeah. to be continuity able to just watch flows the movies flows yeah. downhill. Yep. Uh, okay, so the next uh, one we're going to talk about is uh, similar. It's the untitled currently untitled falcon and winter soldier limited series um so there's another marvel one another six to eight episodes apparently uh, malcolm yeah. spellman was hired to write the limited series that would focus on anthony mackie's sam wilson slash falcon and sebastian stan's bucky barn slash winter soldier uh mackie and stan had both previously expressed interest in starring in an mcu spin-off film together with Stan comparing the potential idea to buddy comedy films like Midnight Run or 48 Hours. What do you guys think of that? I really like this one. I think that those two have great chemistry, like in the the small snippets of levity you get in the films where it's the two of them uh, is great. And also the two actors really get along because it's because, you know, when they, because they've got such massive casts, mm-hmm. they pair them off heaps to do interviews and they're a pair that like is frequently right. together. And so, yeah, I think that this this one has the potential to be 
a lot of fun. Mm. It, it, do, it depends on when it's set and things like that, like how much fun they can have because yeah. the characters really don't like each other for a lot of time so far in mm. the MCU. And they're both dead at the moment, I believe, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the the MCU uh, Disney Plus shows are exclusively about characters who are currently deceased. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what if in Endgame we find out that all the characters who were snapped are in an alternate reality oh. and we get this entire show set in the alternate Please snap, refrain from blowing my mind just yet. Well, like, wouldn't that be cooler than just, you know, the adventures of prequel, bloody blah. blah. <laughs> um, I reckon they need to add War Machine to that lineup so that you've got the sidekick characters of all the main yeah. Avengers. Um, mm. And um, and Darcy from Thor, um, Kat Dennings' <laughs> character. I was going to say Tessa Thompson, but could, she's too far removed that, from yeah, the... She, yeah. she's, she's already busy with Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> um, the, you could do Darcy. a Marvel show just called The Sidekicks. <laughs> That's what the mm. show should be called. It's currently untitled. Well, no, but like it does seem like they're trying to, by doing this show, yeah. elevate these two guys but, to but headlining. But there, there is, in the same way, something like the show Extras, like focused on that type of group of, of person. Mm. Like you could call a show The Sidekicks and it's about these, you know, sidekicks to main superheroes being sick and tired of not being, um, you know, included in the main adventures. So they... Where will this one yeah. take place? I, I, I know that you would be for something like that, but I don't want these shows to like betray the tone of the movies, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't want the one that breaks the universe where it's like, oh, you know, in between Civil War and Infinity War, they're in this, like, adventure where they're like, oh, that's Steve again left us to clean up his mess. <laughs> I don't think I want that either. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel yeah. like you've projected Bad what loss. you don't want to, onto what I do. Well, I don't know. You said, like, you want it to be, like, extras and the I don't side, want it to be, be like the extras. <laughs> I was saying it's a good hook for a show to to focus on adjacent characters to the main characters. Um, and maybe it won't be as comical as I was pitching, but that's mm. fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I I feels like this one has to take place after Endgame. Yeah, because how do you do it without Captain America if it's set between Civil War and Infinity War, and you can't do it pre Civil War because they hate each other at that point? Yeah, well, because um, between Civil War and Infinity War as well, um, Bucky's in Wakanda. Hmm. Oh right, yeah, true, yeah, and but like, and you'd assume that what is it, Vulture? What's his name? No, uh, Falcon. Falcon is yeah. like is with Captain America that whole time. We assume, right? Yeah. So yeah. this one has to be post. Um, well, thanks, Marvel. Now we know that they come back. Yeah, I feel like this one offers the most um, vague spoilers <laughs> for, mm. for Endgame. Basically. Yeah, well, and also both of those guys in the comic have become Captain America after he died. Mm, and that's interesting as well because I feel like mm. this vetoes that from happening as well. Oh, and if Captain America's dead, he doesn't have to be in the show. Yeah. Maybe Don't maybe a limited series will serve as an interim between um, Captain America's death and Endgame and Captain America Four, and this mm. show will be like how they pick up the pieces and become. One yeah, of them becomes Captain the two America. Captain Americas. But yeah. again, I don't think these shows are ever going to be essential viewing. Like I think. No, I agree. I'm saying this, gonna, this will yeah. be um, further reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe actually, maybe this. I mean. Maybe Don Cheadle's War Machine is in this series, and this is the Three Men and a Baby remake. Oh, wow. Who's the baby? <sighs> Thanos. Oh, a reborn. Brave. A reborn version of Are there any character. Marvel superheroes that are just babies? Oh, that, we've got to see that show. Yeah. Agreed. Are there? 
Richard? You're the resident. Richard is someone who's read podcast. every Marvel comic. There must uh, be a Marvel comic about a baby who's a superhero. There's bound to be. Well, I was going to say an X-Men, but X-Men don't really get their powers until puberty. Mm, true. All right. Well, I guess Thor, when Thor was a baby, maybe. Baby Thor. Baby Thor. Oh, that's the, come on, yeah. Marvel babies. Give us that. Yeah. <laughs> Give us the adventures of Loki There is an X-Babies comic. As little babies. Oh. Uh, all right. The next A-Babies series. babies versus X-Babies. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. That's a thing. It's what's it, What is it? A-Babies a, a versus X-Babies, which is the baby <laughs> Avengers versus the baby X-Men. Wow. That's the show. Please. That's the- I want it. That's a what if that we might talk about. Mm. Uh, and just no, but for it. real, I want that. Yeah, the show we're just talking about, Falcon and the what? No, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. <laughs> I want that to be set in alternate universe post uh, during mid snap or something like. Give us, make it completely right. separate in terms of continuity by having it be the snap adventures. Yeah, <laughs> snap. Um, it's called Snapped and it's like S-N-A-P apostrophe D <laughs> it's the adventures of Winter Soldier and Falcon we just got snapped it has like an animated intro like the nanny <laughs> it's like a fun theme song alright uh, the next show that we're probably not going to talk about because I know so little about this is apparently there's a Mighty Ducks series in development Wow! excited Richard? Uh, no oh I'm more of a movie guy. I couldn't care less about TV. There's also a Monsters, Inc. series in development, which I find really interesting and weirdly underreported. I didn't find out about this because I went on the Wikipedia page, Mm -hmm. but it kind of just through you know exposure like i i I learned about it but i feel like there wasn't i don't remember an announcement that this was gonna that does sound familiar though yeah yeah Yeah, i remember this being announced um i think that it's it makes sense i mean Mm. i mean we've again we've covered monsters inc on the show before in monsters university and one of the things i remember thinking about it was like how good it is at world building and how out of all the Pixar universes, mm. this was mm. the one I kind of wanted to explore more. And how bad our audio is on that podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and it's one of our most listened to episodes, inexplicably. <laughs> we don't know why. We, yeah. we don't know why, but more people listen it's to that ASMR one. ASMR for people that hate or love bad audio. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, it does seem like, oh, we, we know as much that the Disney heads went to all their various studios and said, right, we're launching Disney Plus and you all have to give us two shows. Mm. Um, so if you're Pixar, you go, right, what do we not want to turn into a sequel that we really care about? Yeah, it's, what's it's, a good it's the obvious and, choice, you know. It's, yeah. I, I, don't, I can't think of another Pixar movie that I'd rather see as a TV show. Do you think it is it, have they, do you reckon it will have those same key characters? I don't think it needs them. I feel like it's a good one where you can just go, yeah. we like the world and let's do completely new characters. Yeah, definitely, actually. And yeah, it'd be interesting to see when it's set as well, because if it's going to be... You know, because I can understand them being like, well, scaring children is a lot more, is like a lot more fun of an idea in terms of like world uh, building. Right, yeah. Whereas <laughs> yeah. like, if you said it after Monsters, Inc., it's all about making children laugh. And that's kind oh, of like- Making kids laugh could be a good premise for a TV yeah. show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be. But <laughs> like, so say if, 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 if the TV show is the first thing you watched, uh, you have to like, the idea is- scaring like the, the the base idea is scaring and then making them laugh as a twist on that whereas like yeah scaring kids is a lot easier as a premise to buy into but you could make it about the um societal uprising of those protesting yeah, the, the change the, the, and the change how, of power yeah. you know which you know if this was a illumination series i'd be like oh they wouldn't do that but pixar mm-hmm. delve into these kind <laughs> yeah. of issues well i mean it's obviously the problem with you know 
Monsters Inc. is a perfect film and mm. you don't write that ending anticipating you're going to do 10 hours of content and they did a prequel to follow it no. yeah so no. it does feel like one of those things where it's going to have to be set in the lead up to yeah. the original monster zone hey, I'm, I'm i'm low-key excited most for that one i think depending on what Probably, it is yeah. if it's a serious like serialized show which i don't put a past pixar to do that then i'll be very interested if it's like the monsters inc the animated series and it's mm. you know it already is animated and it's just like <laughs> bottle of the week bottle you know monster of the bottle week of monster the week, of the yeah, week yeah. episodes what have we got this week <laughs> yeah bo- just bo- another bo- bottle episodes of the week um the- then i think that would be less appealing to me but yeah, yeah but i think more appealing to children yeah it's going to sure. be interesting to see what Pixar does with their budget because if they've, they've only got a hundred million, mm. um, I don't actually know if this one. Well, like let's just assume that they're getting the same deal that the other studios are getting, where it's a hundred million for a season. Yeah. Um, I have to assume that when Pixar makes a movie, most of their budget is just the cost of animating. Mm. You know, the development's all expensive, but the real money is all being sunk into just animating. I mean, this could be 2D you... animated as well. We don't know anything yeah. about it. If it's, if it's Pixar, though, it's going to be... No, no, you don't it's... get Pixar to do anything other than what Pixar does. Well, which... they do They do short films that are 2D. And things like. Oh, that. yeah, but it's all computer... Yeah, sorry, yeah, sure. No, it might, yeah, it might have a unique animation style, but yeah. then it wouldn't feel like Monsters, Inc. As much. They yeah, use if it's same. like all animated in the opening credits style... From what's oh, like. that'd be interesting. That wouldn't be post. That wouldn't do that. But yeah, <laughs> but like I can say, I think part of how they make this work is they take all of the work they've already done for mm. the character models of the originals, and they get to you know use those again, update them a little bit, but use yeah. them again. But ten hours worth, or like let's say it's eight hours worth of animation. That's it's really expensive, and mm. who would want to see a who would want to see a Pixar show that drops in animation quality? Yeah, this 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 is on the scale of. Uh, it's got Mike and Sally in it, and they're different voice actors, and it's a serial. Oh. It's not a serialized yeah. show, and I'm not interested. Yeah. All the way up to <laughs> it's new characters and exploring the world more, in which I'd yeah. be much more interested. Um, I, I, I'm ap- I'm very apprehensive on Pixar doing shows for Disney Plus. It just mm. doesn't feel like the right. Fit no, in I my disagree. Mind. I think Monsters Inc. is something that I want to see more of. Monsters Inc. The property, sure. I just yeah. don't know if it's a good fit for Pixar, the company right. that that makes these perfect two-hour movies yeah. yeah i think like you know 20 20 minute episodes that are like 2d animated have different voice voice actors or like new characters and it's just fun adventures of mm. two two guys in the world of monsters inc mm. like, True. Th- there's there's a lot of appeal to that and especially for children as well which is who this is no doubt going to be aimed at. Yeah, mm, true. Yeah, I've, I've weirdly I was thinking of hour long episodes for, it, but yeah, no, twenty minutes is probably. Let's <laughs> consider that be hour long episodes. Twenty minute, co- yeah, twenty two minute, like really light comedies that yeah. are just or even just just truly little five little five minute little vignettes, little vignettes that you can yeah. like mm. chuck on, like that would have been between shows on the Disney Channel, yeah. like. That's like, what like, I like picture Pixar when shorts. I think of Monsters Inc. series. Which, Which leads us into our next show. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pixar's Spark Shorts is apparently going to go to Disney streaming service. You can actually yeah. watch three of these at the moment, I think. Have you guys seen the what Spark are Shorts? These are essentially the short films that they'd otherwise put at the start of films. But it's like, from what I understand, they have all these people working for them and they're like, why don't you guys make some passion projects? Right, and we'll, right, we'll fund right. them. And cool. so, yeah, so, cool. yeah, so they're for like up and coming filmmakers. Yeah. So I've seen the three that they've released. The first one that I watched was the one about a ball of yarn who's um, 
like discriminated against in her office mm-hmm. and i didn't really like that one that much and then i watched one about a robot which was like okay and then i watched uh the one about a kitten and a dog and it was one of the most beautiful things <laughs> i've ever seen Absolutely. it was so precious man. yeah i've only seen pearl uh, right. which was the ball of yarn one but it's inter- it was a very deliberate choice it seems mm. um to because it's all about like toxic masculinity and yeah. like and you know what it's like for being a female in a male driven workplace which is obviously you know pixar's <laughs> having these massive like yeah. issues because of that uh and it has swearing in it which is interesting wow you know for pixar standards they they i think they say um like shit and bastard or the other no ones? it's it's very mild they, i think they make joke about balls or something oh, like that's that not swearing, no but sure. it's still like not appropriate for i think someone says up yours or something like that <laughs> oh, right right so it's you know that's mm. I, I don't know if i'd call those swear words <laughs> yeah neither. It's, yeah but it's, it's like <laughs> it makes it inappropriate for a, like if you can imagine a mother putting on oh it's pixar i trust them and then putting on this show hmm. that has, has up yours joke in it. Yeah. depends on the what mother, you're acting like there's no mother in the world that would be upset by that no it's just funny i just wouldn't call it a swear word mm. uh, or just balls. before we move on are there other pixar properties that you guys would want to that you guys think would work well as uh disney streaming service options I feel like you, a bug's life matters to so little people that you could just do that if yeah. you yeah. wanted. I feel like I feel like E would be a really great like mm. installment. Like go back to what the first half hour of Wally was, where it's just yeah. completely non-verbal. Like I would love to see Wally and Eve just doing stuff for because you know, and you could even set it like a thousand years after Wally because they're yeah. just two like immortal characters. Yeah, yeah. and just yeah. that that really lovely quality that the opening to wall yeah had. i think that would just work that. really well for like prometheus and bob style shorts <laughs> that are just like just a real quick piece of physical comedy uh, mm-hmm. i love it when prometheus and bob comes up on cold pop i think it's happened once before so this is a, do you know what prometheus and bob is <laughs> yeah i have no idea what you're talking do you, about do you remember the show kablam on nickelodeon no it was like an, an animated variety good. show and one of the segments they had was a claymation um series there were like two minute episodes called prometheus and bob and it was about uh, set 10,000 years ago and it's the tapes of an alien trying to educate a caveman <laughs> go watch it on YouTube hey, if okay, you don't remember okay. it because it is legit some of the funniest slapstick I've ever seen like cool, it is cool. so yeah, funny it's, it's really well done yeah. um, but yeah I think the Wally would work quite well it's something like that like really quick just like set up punchline no dialogue it's like pure and, animation yeah. style yeah. animation um, but to answer your question I think a um, one that could work really well is like an incredible saturday morning cartoon and <laughs> so you do like it's it, like do it 2d animated and so it, it, the, the show exists in the sense that like the incredibles is real and this is the tv show that will be made about their adventures yeah yeah, oh, that's pretty. That's a pretty great. That's, that's a good that's pitch. I'd a good, buy that. A good go-to format for a lot of our continue the franchises as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the in universe show or the in universe. Yeah, that would be, be cool, made man. about them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because then you can change up the animation style. You can like take liberties with a lot of the stuff. You don't have to get, um, you know, Craig T. Nelson, who's obviously very expensive. You don't have to get him back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but nice. then like like Dash would voice himself or something. <laughs> uh, all right, and so the last. Uh, show that we have in the in development phase is another animated one and that's marvel's what if series oh can't oh, wait. wait so is that uh that's still within pixar or is that we're talking about disney animation studios now because is just, disney just animation animated. doing like a uh, stuff for disney plus don't know 
These like, are, like the company just, that does Wreck-It, the, the group that does like Wreck-It Ralph and the um, pure Disney animation stuff? There might, maybe some of the ones I didn't write down, right, like right. original shows and stuff. Um, okay, but yeah, sorry, Mar- yeah, Marvel's What If series. So uh, this will function as an anthology series with each episode being its own thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. It'll be animated, meaning that you could get Robert Downey Jr. to come in for a few hours and do an Iron Man episode. Yeah. Um, if you don't know What If is, does someone want to explain what What If is? Uh, yeah, so like it's, uh, it's these Marvel comics that basically the title of it will be what if some questions. So some of them are like, what if, um, you know, like X event from a few years ago happened slightly differently. So there's like, what if um, the civil, there's a civil war one, which is kind of like, what if cap one or like, what if th- mm. this happened? But then some of them are just silly. Like what if Iron Man was a woman? What if like, yeah, um. Uh, what if Aunt May got bitten by the radioactive <laughs> spider? The one I saw online that was used as a good example was what if what if Loki had the had Mjolnir yeah. instead of Thor? Um, so yeah. that kind of thing. So it's alternate universe ex- like thought experiments, basically. Yeah, and DC does them called Elseworlds. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I feel like these are going to be ten minutes long? <laughs> like, have you guys watched the like that Star Wars two D? recap kind of yeah, show that's yeah, on. Yeah. i feel like it's going to be that sort of style where it's got like a voiceover and it's really fast like i, w- I would love i want to this is like really fun mm. i hope they really lean into it and give us full episodes big, like full looks at, at think, these concepts but i feel like they're just yeah, going to be really you, light and fluffy you guys mentioned with the um like wally being 10 minute episodes and stuff i don't think 10 minute episodes serve a purpose on streaming services i think they do but we can probably dive into that as we talk about disney plus more right okay more broadly but yeah yeah um i um I, I yeah i really like the idea of this one but i i i hope there's a good mix of like answering what is from the mcu like oh, i mean i can't even think of one but like so they're, they're not all just like you know completely changing so like what if aunt may got bitten by the radio of a spider but like actually picking a moment in the mcu where it's like what if things had gone differently yeah and so so we're seeing an animated version of something we've seen on screen hmm. well the, the 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 one that would come to mind immediately would be what if the other half of the universe got snapped yeah yeah that's a really good one yeah, yeah. um all right so these- sorry as well yeah there would you said we've finished talking about animated ones but there's also the the four new marvel animated shows one of which is howard the duck that's run. not on disney plus though that's on hulu ah. gotcha um, so I didn't write them down, but maybe we could talk about them at the end if you want to. No, no, no. My, keep on my bad <laughs> idiot. All right. So now we're going to move. These shows have been ordered. So those ones were in development. These ones have been ordered. Oh uh, whatever. Gosh. I don't Wait, know. Which if is further yeah, in the hierarchy? I don't, I don't know. I think ordered is further back because in development right. is they're right. working on it. Ordered is yes, we'll take that. Yeah. And what about the ones that are like shooting or shot? That's in development. Oh yeah. So we, have we covered all of the in development stuff? Yes. No, well, because the, yeah, no, the Star Wars at all. Well, okay. Well, can, shall I continue? We can loop back around. To yeah. Star Wars. No, actually, actually, sorry. I think it's so. You develop a TV series, and then when they're like, "Yeah, this is good," I'm ordering ten episodes of it. So ordering is further yeah. along. Ah, okay. that's what I think as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So the first on this list is a high fidelity TV series starring Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, who's really like- um, Lisa Bonet, uh, the original? That's her daughter. Okay. I don't really like High Fidelity. High Fidelity is... 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. John Cusack, right? Yeah. 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 I think I think it's quite a hard movie to watch, and none of the characters are likable. Yeah, it's um, interesting. It's an interesting idea for a TV series. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the format could work quite well. Of mm. like, it's you know, it's about music and breaking the fourth wall. Mm. Like Malcolm like a, in the like middle. Like Malcolm in the middle about music. Um, and that this one I know Rowan will be very excited about, and that's of course High School Musical the musical. Uh, this is ten episodes. Ten episodes have been ordered, and the series will follow a group of. This is interesting. I didn't know this part. The series follows a group of students at East High who perform a performance of High School Musical for their winter <laughs> theatre production, only to realise that as much drama happens off stage as on stage. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so funny. That sounds. I didn't know Wait, this so was it's, a. It's super meta. Yeah, is I didn't it? know this was a meta universe <laughs> series. I thought this would have been set in the same oh, that's universe awesome. as the trilogy, yeah. but yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because I went from like not give like I like High School Musical. Sure, who mm. doesn't? But like I went from not giving a shit to that sounds awesome. This, in terms of what I'm going to watch specifically, this has the most uphill battle of like me, <laughs> me making time for it. If yeah. it's if it's some if it's like the Jonas Brothers TV show, I am not interested. Yeah, Jonas. If, if, yeah, if it's like Jonas, I'm not interested. If it's like um, you know, any of the other live action Disney Channel Fill sitcoms, the future. yeah. Oh. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch Wizards of Waverly Place. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make time to watch. But the thing is, it's like ten episodes. It's got this like high concept kind of premise. It's not really high concept. It's very it low is, concept. It's actually. kind of high concept. It's the, gonna have I like Back it, to the Future two kind of elements in it, where I'm, it's like, yeah. but that's the they're staging the scene from the thing right. and the, I, the. But I like is that High School Musical was never really actually about staging musicals. It was just a musical set at a high school with yeah. some theatery stuff in the background. Mm. I reckon the staging of a musical in a high school is just ripe for mm. like good drama lots of just it's yeah. a cool sort of world to look into yeah this is a good idea for film franchise follow-ups i'd <laughs> say that i'll say that much okay what <laughs> you seem to uh, agree with you okay. i hope the second season is them putting on high school musical 2 <laughs> the second season is uh, season is them putting on high school musical the musical <laughs> it gets a new la- another layer of meta every time and then the third season needs to be about them filming an adaption oh, wow. of high school musical 3 yeah yeah <laughs> All right, so the next one we're going to talk about here, probably the biggest amount of like info on this in this episode, is The Mandalorian. Um, so this is a Star Wars TV series. Uh, ten episodes have been ordered. Um, the series will take place after the events of Return of the Jedi and before The Force Awakens and follows a lone Mandalorian gunfighter beyond the reaches of the Republic. Jon Favreau is expected to serve as writer for the series and executive producer alongside Dave Filoni, Kathleen Kennedy and Colin Wilson. The series stars an ensemble cast featuring Pedro Pascal, Gina Carano, Nick Nolte, Giancarlo Esposito, Emily Swallow, Carl Weathers, Omid Abtahi, and Werner Herzog. Um, Dave Filoni, one of the executive producers, is also expected to direct the series' first episode with additional directors including Taika Waititi, Bryce Dallas Howard, Rick Famuyiwa, 
and Deborah Chow. And I didn't know this, Ludwig Goransson will be composing the musical score for the series. So oh, he, nice. he won an Oscar nice. recently for That's Black Panther. Great, yeah. Uh, did you get um, Nick Nolte in that cast? Yeah, I did. Oh, good, I good, did. good. Um, but yeah, Carl Weathers. Oh, man, that, what a great cast lineup. <laughs> the Werner Herzog. <laughs> yeah. It's the shocking, the most shocking one of that list. Yeah. Um, so the, what's a Mandalorian, Rowan? Uh, the Mandalorians are the race that, is, okay, there was like pre-Clone Wars version of Mandalorian and post-Clone Wars mm-hmm. version of Mandalorian. In the post-Clone Wars version of Mandalorian, it's a planet of people that dress like Boba Fett. Yeah. And I say that very reductively. Yeah, so um, this is this is the reason we don't need a Boba Fett movie. Yeah. Uh, it's because the arm is the coolest thing about Boba th- Fett. Isn't, and just, we're isn't this the coolest way they could have done a Boba Fett property yeah. by going, Boba Fett is a costume, mm. so we don't need to stick to the continuity of yeah. whatever the hell Boba, Boba Fett's going on. Yeah. It, this is just fantastic. I think I, this, is, great, this is what I'm it, most excited about on Disney+. it's so Plus. original in its kind of mm. feeling because it's not like a direct spin-off of anything. Yeah. It's just set in a period of Star Wars that we've all been really keen to see explored a yeah. bit more. And, and those directors new, And as just well. new characters. <laughs> yeah. Completely yeah. new characters. Yeah. I mean, some of them will probably end up being connected to, you know, stupid EU legends <laughs> and other background characters or whatever. Yeah. Um, or, or at least- Fans will definitely theorize that they are, even when there's nothing to uh, say that they are. But-, but yeah, I'm really excited to watch the first two episodes of this. Really enjoy it, and never get around to watch the rest of it. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. I think this, this if this if this aces it, I reckon this will be extremely. I think addictive. this is going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to be developed like a ten hour movie. Not oh, 100 percent. Ten and, hours of. But TV. I'm still going to probably just do that. I do that with so many shows. <laughs> Yeah, but I th- I'm okay. so bad Maybe. at watching we'll, TV we'll shows. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited about uh, Taika Waititi directing a Star Wars. That's yeah. that's really interesting. Um, it was you can thank the New Zealand media for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it'd be interesting to see like, um, you know how his episode kind of fits in. Like if it's very clearly him, or if it like if it does like completely undermine the hard work of everyone else he's, with a bunch playing- of jokes in one episode that just fucks everything up. Mm. Um, or that's if he's some- <laughs> able to rein that in and, you know. There's some harsh words, and I know you're not that against Taika Waititi. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, he, he just doesn't feel like a one episode in the middle of a series director. I I, I don't know. I think there's... It, yeah, I think there'll be a, there'll be a, a tug of war or, or a balance, I guess, because you wouldn't... Mm. These are such... Like even like Bryce Dallas Howard, who's directing, I'm not familiar with, but these are specific choices yeah. that that um, inv- yeah, I mean, invite I'm pretty sure he flavor. has said that he's he's had to rein it in for the Mandalorian. Right, I think he said it's it's got the the tone and feel of the original Star Wars trilogy, mm. and that he's happy working with it. Yeah, but they say that about everything. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think Taika can do the journeyman director gig. I think most of these people are just get, like. But also, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Taika is playing a part in the show somewhere. No idea. Didn't say. I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Uh, maybe I've got that completely. I mean, I'm sure wrong, he is. But, um, if he's di- if he's directing, I'm sure he's put himself. Yeah, in I th- I think he's in the show as well as directing one episode. But um, yeah. yeah. I, th- I mean, like John Favreau is producing and has written at least the like yeah. overall thing. So yeah, he's EP. This, this is directors for TV where they don't get like a hundred percent authorial control. Mm. They are working as a team. So. Yeah. I think Taika can, he will put some of his yeah. jokes and he'll do some of his improv stuff in the bits that he's responsible for, but hmm. it's all going to yeah, have but, a consistent um, feel. 
He's yeah, like filming's runner. wrapped for this and everything. It's all, mm. it's all season, filming for season one has wrapped. Mm. Yeah, but um, have you, have you guys heard like what the MacGuffin about of the show potentially is? No. Yes. That but, like, should we a, issue a, a spoiler warner at this point? It's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> is it a? I said is, it. Is it a okay. star? Is it well, a further spoilers for the Mandalorian? Star Wars babies. Well, apparently the baby is the Mandalorian. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and there's so major, potentially major spoilers. Yeah, well, no one I mean, really knows. Like, it's it's um, it's not really spoilers. It's just like the premise, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah. the the idea is that the potential premise that I've heard about is that the the baby is the Mandalorian, and the guy in the suit is on a journey to restore the Mandalorian to like the throne of Mandalore, which is the planet where they're all from. I love it. So there's a bunch mm. of like Clone Wars style mm. history baked into that. Yeah. Um, this could potentially be the thing everyone talks about when Game of Thrones finishes. It definitely has a Game of Thrones vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, this seems to me like the headlining Disney Plus show, partly probably because it's going to be the first thing that's actually ready to go. Mm. Yeah, but it, it's I also think like it's they'll the wait Star Wars until this show. is ready for to launch Disney Plus. Yeah, I think it'll be the first thing we see footage of that's a Disney Plus original. Mm. Um, we, we'll probably see footage of this within like you know, in like three or four weeks. Um, really, yeah. whenever Celebration is. Which I, is really I have yeah, very true. little um, handle on timelines of yeah, the things yeah. at the moment. But yeah, I think this is going to be the one that drives everyone to sign up for mm. disney plus it's, yeah. yeah it's the one I'll, it, it, I'll like definitely. that cast list is insane yeah. um and it's yeah it's got a, a crazy budget and it's just gonna be like a 10 hour yeah. star wars movie who the it's, hell's not gonna go the, crazy for that it's the quintessential nerd franchise being directed by like auteur people or like mm. with with really cool actors this is also apparently a concept that john favreau came up with when he was in like high school or something i this the i've also heard um if you i a star wars tv show has been in development since like the early or mid 2000s i think yeah, since like the 40s i think <laughs> yeah but that was all george lucas stuff yeah, that but- would have been set in like the prequel era mm. so this is this to like that thing about john favreau coming up with it in high school was cool to me because it's like something he came up with once return of the jedi had finished the saga and he was like here's like the story that i would yeah. make set immediately after so it's it just it's gonna have like a real tied to the yeah, original yeah. trilogy vibe and like come on it's like john favreau as well we, there are no showrunners for any of the disney plus stuff that's a bigger name than him at this point yeah um and apparently he's also doing jungle book style technology where they can film with actors in mocap but be looking at a mocked up version of that nice. character through the monitor so there's like a whole bunch of mm. you know make george proud next generation filmmaking techniques <laughs> going on um i love how people talk about george lucas these days like he's passed on <laughs> so he's still very much alive and what the, the richest celebrity in the world or something <laughs> yeah, like he that he visited the set as well for um john favreau's birthday yeah yeah and the russos were on set as well oh no I think I think it's just like because what if they know, make Fe- it generic? <laughs> yeah. Um, Favreau oh, well, just, why don't you and- set your shutter to like something awful and then just shake the camera a bunch and like, <laughs> vaguely choreograph a kind of half-ass fight scene? These are some fighting words. The other big name in that show, in terms of Star Wars creators, Dave Filoni, who like created and wrote and ran the Clone Wars. So all of that like deep cut mm. Mandalorian, the stuff that's going to make a bunch of a very specific section of the fanboy community really happy yeah. is going to be in there through him. Um, yeah. And people have been clamoring for him to be given a Star Wars movie for years, which is like mm. a bad idea for the record. But this is like <laughs> the perfect way to, you know, the, they're not yeah. putting like the entire thing on his shoulders. Mm. He's going to get to direct an episode. He does have like a really cool 
uh, visual sort of sensibility. So okay. could well, be an incredible show. Speaking of Star Wars The Clone Wars, <laughs> uh, we're getting a season seven on Disney+, Plus, which will get 12 new episodes. Did you watch Clone Wars? No, I've watched like half of the Clone Wars. I didn't. I haven't watched Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, yeah but I respect the call to order more episodes. I guess because yeah, uh, from what I gather, these are the episodes that were sort of written and half like basically were ready to go, and then when Disney bought Lucasfilm um and the- no no those episodes went on netflix these are brand new ones oh, yeah, those these are, episodes these are undeveloped on- store i was reading about this so so the the 13 ones that didn't go anywhere mm. were season six that went on netflix these mm. are uh undeveloped like they had the storylines they they released the storylines but they hadn't made the episodes yet yeah no but i think there's like the script like this is all scripts and storylines left over from when they thought they were going to make them as yeah. part of the original yeah. run and yeah. now it's just like we get to finish what we started. Yep. So it's not like they've, they're tacking on mm. another season. It's like they're actually just finally finishing the season or doing the story they wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, it was one of those like famous gone too soon shows, yeah. I, I believe. Like well, I heard a lot of people yeah. be like, when's it coming back? Yeah. Well, it was, Teen this, Titans. it was this thing of George Lucas just bankrolled Clone Wars, even though it made no money. So as soon as, <laughs> a responsible financial overlord came on board they were like what's this enormous red line at the bottom of the animation budget that george lucas has just been like shoveling cash into um so clone wars got just because yeah clone wars had a very interesting animation style and was incredibly cinematic in some of its sequences and that was all just untenable i've i've always preferred the jendy tartofsky clone wars animated series not series it was like a series you know a bunch of short films Mm -hmm. i would much i would probably watch a series that looked like that as opposed to one that's the kind Um, of garish um, blocky 3d of clone of the other clone wars um cool and so the last uh ordered show that's that's been ordered that we're going to talk about Mm. is an untitled rogue one prequel series uh the series will take place before the events of Rogue One, because it's a prequel. Yeah, by necessity. Uh, and we'll focus on Cassian Andor with Diego Luna set to reprise the role. That's about all we know about it at this point. I would mm. think I would think that um, Alan Tudyk's an easy get to re- reprise his role as K2. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in it, though. No? I feel like I saw an article that said he was, he'd, they'd talk to him, but he, like, that character's not in the show. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, possibly just for the cost of, like, that was a pure digital right. character and oh like, true yeah 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 can we just talk about it so i've got the disney plus wikipedia page in front of me mm-hmm. and i love how there's all these shows that are listed as ordered and there's only two that we haven't talked about one is called diary of a female president and the other is called ink and paint and it's about the number of women who made many of the Disney animated classics possible with little or no recognition for their work. And it's a docuseries. <laughs> and it's just very funny that those are the two you chose. Not that, you know, like, these one. I, I only chose the important ones. The other, There's more, but I don't give a shit about them. Literally every one of these is a previous property that is being... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And an extended episode we could fuck you. We'll, we'll man. talk about the girl ones. No, which no, oh, one cares no. About. Why would you do this? To Separate me? to that though, I, I don't want to see any Disney shows about the history of Disney. Well, this is this is a documentary. They're doing heaps oh, of oh, okay. That sounds very interesting then. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. but I thought, I thought it was like a I thought it was like a fictional account of these women who were, you know, completely given the shit into the stick back in no, the day. Yeah, they're also and doing modern this- Disney was gonna like do this empowering female story and it's just no, Disney is the worst author of their own history. No thank you. Mm. Yeah, no, there's definitely um 
there's a few documentary series that in development and they think that's yeah. the one oh, that's like, well that's for the record there were plenty of um other shows from the other list that i didn't include either so i'm not just signal singling we out can let's talk ones. about that now in, in our closing thoughts because there's still lots to talk yeah. about with disney um okay yeah so the rogue one prequel series uh diego luna is great mm-hmm. yeah um and yeah, he's he's another one of those actors that I just like seeing on screen. Mm-hmm. I love and I love his accent. Yeah, I love his his cute little voice, his wee little boots. And he's been in this fight since he was six years old. So yeah, there's a lot. There. I hope it's him when he's six. That would be cool to see mm. some flashbacks. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I don't know. I. This was. This was the most surprising of the ones announced. I think it's the Ma- even the Mandalorian is like an offshoot of the the Boba Fett movie idea. I think. Yeah. Hmm. This is one that I was like, like if someone said to me they're going to tomorrow they're going to announce a character from the like new Star Wars that's going to get his own show. Who is it? I probably I'd be like, oh, it's Han Solo's dice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, land Lando. You know. Yeah, Childish yeah. Gambino's Lando. <laughs> Childish Landino. So do you think this is where we finally see that Darth Maul stuff get played out? Perhaps. Given yeah. that it's not going to happen in Solo 2. <laughs> <laughs> duo. <laughs> Did they call it Duo? They would call it Duo because Chewie and Han are together yeah, now. that's a good idea. In Trio, um, when, when, um, <laughs> when, when Lando joins officially. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. No, I, yeah, I think this is this is cool. Um, pick a you know the characters in rogue one the one of the biggest takeaways from rogue one that people had was that the characters don't get enough Mm. we don't get to explore them enough so yeah it was a case of like man it's a shame everyone died because yeah i would love the characters were the best part of rogue one Mm. yeah so yeah um well just like the general concept of an espionage show Mm. set in the earlier days of the rebel alliance yeah, sounds yep. great to me. Yeah, the nice. the idea of it being like espionage, like a spy thing, is what excites me. Yeah, yeah, because a big chunk of Star Wars is about dressing up as the other guys and then sneaking into their base. So I'm keen to see Cassian and a bunch of dirty rebels mm. do that on a, on the regular. Mm. <laughs> I definitely think this is where we end up seeing uh, Darth Maul in the yeah. in the Star Wars live action yeah. continuity because he's running this crime syndicate and this show is going to be about characters in the underbelly of the we did mm, we did when they put darth maul in solo where did they think they were going to go with it because darth maul dies in a canon cartoon yeah. series so it's yeah. like no, it was going to be the big bad of solo too but you know happened. what happens it's <laughs> yeah. so weird all right yeah no i think he was always just going to be this like shadowy over yeah it, it doesn't make any sense does it's it? a useless cameo because it, yeah. it it was a bad move the stakes yeah. are so low that it's like but i honestly i think they they're only thinking when they're doing solo was we just need some amazing deep cut fanboy connection that yeah. people will lose their minds over and it was yeah, yeah. all Ugh. right so any any more thoughts on the rogue one story rogue nah. one prequel no not really no all right yeah we got like general kind of disney plus uh we've got one more show that has been rumored uh and that that as of today i woke up to messages from you guys (laughs) saying that there was an ewok show in development basically every conceivable star wars show has been rumored or is Mm. apparently being discussed and being pitched so but yeah an ewok show a la caravan of courage it's the place to do it it. i don't give a shit i'm (laughs) so into it man yeah like just get a bunch of kids mm. and little people dressed up as Ewoks yeah. and then just do an ongoing show about 
yeah. the adventures of the Ewoks. The, the, other, the other show that I didn't see written down anywhere, but I thought was relatively, um, maybe not confirmed, but being talked about was, I was under the impression there was a Hawkeye show somewhere along the production line. Um, but hmm. I guess maybe not. But I guess I guess because that's Hawkeye being the one of the only Avengers original Avengers that didn't, didn't get his own movie. This was a way to yeah. I mean, of, I, I mm. didn't mention it before, but I think any character that's getting these like standalone show, it's like the nail in the coffin of them ever getting a standalone movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. um, like we're never going to see a Scarlet Witch, Vision, yeah. Falcon, or Winter Soldier yeah. standalone movie. Yeah, and I think yeah. I, one thing I, I'd be interested to discuss with you guys, and this is us transitioning into general thoughts. Um, is do you think that uh, that so all Bo- Loki, um, Scarlet Witch, and Vision, and uh, Winter Soldier, and Falcon—they're all listed as limited series. Oh right. Yeah. Do you think they're the same show? And it'll be like American horror story kind of vibes. Like no, no. I just no? think it means it's a one and done. It's an intriguing idea. Like I don't know why you would distinguish making like a Marvel show where every season is different then you know just each year you get a new marvel show hmm. because the out of out of those mm. the only ones that sounds like it could be conceptual would be loki and the mm. other ones sound like they're just whatever stories right so mm. th- like i'm i'm just wondering if it's a case of yeah that these are the um the the show is called marvel whatever marvel heroes marvel whatever mm-hmm. and it's Season one, Loki. Season two, The Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I, I think there's no benefit in doing that. Okay. Mm. I, I think limited series in this sense means they are telling, they know exactly where the start and the end point of that show is yeah. and how it relates to the movies and the greater material so that there's very yeah. little chance that any of these get a second season because that's just not going to fit with the greater plans. Yeah, I think that, and that's that's what Kevin Feige seems to be saying, that it's it's all about telling uh you know 10 hour stories that they yeah. can't do in the movies and i guess at the end of the day what's the difference between that and an anthology series where it's different each season you know it's, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's my point there's there's yeah. no difference between them being different whereas like something like american horror story is rather than just random horror shows each year you know linking them together mm. you've got recognition whereas like mm. It's built in because it's Marvel. You yeah, know? Marvel is the recognition and yeah. is the TV. Yeah. yeah, so they're all just going to be Marvel TV shows. Season nice. they're, they're all yeah. episodes of different seasons or whatever. Yeah. Do you guys reckon that Disney Plus could be where we finally see Star Wars detours? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't reckon? No, that's just been buried. So Star Wars detours was like an animated yeah. uh, comedy Star Wars show. Yeah, it's like a parody series. I remember seeing a trailer for it and being like, this looks fucking awful, but <laughs> yeah, apparently there's a lot of talent behind it. It's like the robot chicken it's guys. The robot chicken yeah, guys. it's the robot yeah. chicken guys. Got a lot of great voices in it. Like, they brought back heaps of the original guys, but there's like 39 episodes yeah, just ready that to go. exist somewhere <laughs> and 62 scripts ready to go. But it, um, it's, And it's just it's just never going to get released, I guess. <laughs> like George Lucas was really good about letting people take the piss out of Star Wars. And those mm. it's the robot chicken guys, so it's just going to be loaded with like sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and that just clashes too mightily with the Disney I, brand integrity. When I watched the trailer, I got the impression it was like a kids show, though. Is there actually a trailer? Sure, yeah, yeah I've, there seen, is. I've seen yeah, a trailer. Yeah. Okay, right, yeah. maybe not full on. But okay, yeah, maybe not sex, drugs, and maybe not the full. Maybe robot not sex and drugs, treatment. but rock and roll for sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just the brand integrity thing, right? Yeah. It's just they don't want a show that is only it ceases is just there to exist to take the piss out of Star Wars. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's discuss some um, miscellaneous thoughts. And if anyone's got like 
I want to see this show on Disney Plus. You can bring that up too. So this is the the um, open plan yeah. section of this podcast. <laughs> nice. There's one bit of news that I had written down, which mm-hmm. was that uh, in an interview recently, Kevin Feige was asked about um, like where has the flurkin from Captain Marvel been all these years? Yeah. Um, and then the kind of conversation finished with them being like, well, that could happen on Disney Plus. Like yeah. that cat could be on the edge of the screen all throughout the various adventures of the MCU to date. Um, mm. uh, He's like, actually, like, like Fury's actually paged her every single time something <laughs> has happened. She's arrived just too late. <laughs> no, we're not talking about Captain Marvel. We're talking about the cat. Oh, sorry. I just, I just heard, I just said, I thought you said cap, not cat. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so like, it's a good idea though. As I'd well, be, they, <laughs> they sort of, in that interview, they spitball like a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, a dead style show where the cat is responsible for a bunch of stuff off screen all throughout for the every plot hole in the and that's, that's just the Loki series. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I reckon yeah. like, why not make uh, like this kind of flows into like a more general thoughts about Disney plus, but everything doesn't have to be a season of a show type order like why can't marvel just drop a 40 minute special that is just a random thing and mm-hmm. is just fun and doesn't have any greater ambitions than being well because you're, you're familiar with marvel one shots Sh- oh, they're like the short films the short films yeah, yeah, that yeah. were like dvd special features exactly they should yeah, make yeah. one shots a series yeah they should put two of yeah, them out 100%. they should put five of them out each year yeah. as little tidbits and they should just get back to making those period yeah, and now and, the home video like, market's gone and being replaced by Marvel this Marvel one shots yeah. is Perfect. such a missed opportunity I feel like like give mm. up and come young up and coming directors you know the 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe as a playground yeah. and tell whatever story you want to tell I mean yeah. obviously like you know it has to be signed off by Feige and whatever but yeah get, like giving you get Ben Kingsley that's the character yeah. you get make yeah, a story yeah, yeah. you know you get you get this this actor who was in this the movie. Ben Kingsley one was the last Marvel one shot, wasn't it? I think. Uh, so. Yeah, if you don't Iron count um, the Team Daryl ones, the time Taika. Oh, the- sure. Yeah, yeah, wasn't that funny? Yeah, make those. So yeah. that's where that thing of like, does it do ten minute videos have a place on the the streaming service? I think they do because Marvel could just drop one of those. It could be on the front page of whatever the Disney Plus sign in thing is for a couple of days, and then it just disappears into the background again mm. and. Like a ten minute thing is they they can do YouTube video style content for Disney Plus. Yeah. Not YouTube video, but like short, really short form stuff that just comes and goes. Mm. Um, yeah, well, because that'd be really fun. Yeah, you know that like like Disney Plus would like it was announced that it's sort of gonna be have four main parts. So it's oh, like yeah? um like di- like traditional like Disney, like the vault type stuff, Pixar, um Marvel and Star Wars, actually, I guess National, maybe five, and National Geographic was one of them as well. And right. so, like, those will be visually segmented in whatever they Yeah, so, is. like, you log into Disney+, Plus and then you select ah. which one you want. So then you go, oh, I feel like Marvel today, and then you've got all the Marvel stuff um, right. is, like, in one area. That, that makes sense to me, because you'll notice that in Star Wars and Marvel, the Disney logo itself is, is often not mm. you know it's not like above the title or anything interesting yeah, yeah. so that makes more sense yeah i mm. like that i think that's cool mm, personally mm. 
can we just because you mentioned the vault? Can we all just take a moment to appreciate that the vault is going away? I don't understand what is the, what is the difference between the vault being the, here. The, and the vault, vault not being was here. all about creating artificial scarcity. So Disney's yep. got this enormous back catalogue of very popular films, and the goal was if we just artificially, if we just say that you just can't buy these films for this period, the when we then release them. When they come out of the vault, there's this surge in sales because everyone's like, oh my God, we can finally buy Snow White on a modern format and mm. share that with our kids. And then it, you know, it'll be out on yeah, Blu-ray for a couple months. of years. Yeah, but you've got six months. And then months. it goes back in the vault and you can't, like currently you can't buy Aladdin on digital or Blu-ray. Right. Okay. It's like, and they, that's think- just the case because Disney was doing that so that when they got around to doing yeah. a big special Blu-ray release, everyone would go out and pay 40, no, because they those Disney Blu-rays were like 50 bucks to pick up yeah. for a movie that's like <laughs> a yeah, movie you've yeah, seen like, like 100 years old or whatever. Yeah, so um, it's like a, a big deal when yeah. the, the Lion King coming to Blu-ray and it's like, fuck, and it's got the morning report in yeah. HD. And we're all like, and so got, like didn't we have this on VHS that we watched endlessly as kids? Why can we not buy the... Yeah. Anyway, so thank the Lord that the vault is a, is a concept that's going away. Is this also in kind of similar to that conversation? Is this a chance for the, um, the, un the original star Wars original I've trilogy? I've got a note on that, right? Yeah. So like, and this kind of ties into like, is the Disney streaming service a great place to put behind the scenes material and commentaries as well? Maybe. Cause like if this, if Disney plus is the new way that Disney does home video, it's just a big DVD menu. I really want, yeah, yeah. I really want, well, I, that's the menus. thing, right? I want, when you go into Disney+, Plus, I would love the ability to, like, create your own collection of the stuff that you like watching. Um, they should do it like your, they should go nostalgic with it mm. and make it so it's like, it's your bookshelf. Yeah. You know, well, no, but like Disney, <laughs> surely they're thinking about this thing where kids that just want to watch Frozen every day for six months, mm. surely there's going to be a way that, when you load up Disney Plus, Frozen is right there, ready for the kid to watch. And it's um, it's Robin Williams's genie from the part of Friend Like Me, where he's like, "Life is your restaurant, and I'm your melody." And he's like, "The usual today, sir." And yeah. it's Frozen. But, yeah, so I really hope that within Disney Plus, you can go and when you hit play on the film or whatever, you can select all the commentaries they have available. Mm. You can go and watch the behind the scenes. But I would especially love you hit. Star Wars 1977 and then there's a drop down menu of 15 versions <laughs> and you get to go and pick yeah. out Although, the version of Star Wars that is your preferred cup of tea. And they an, can't an, they they can't put the theatrical cuts on for a few years though. Eh? There's something around yeah there's and, a there's a bunch of stuff Disney can't put on Disney Plus because they've already sold the rights to various TV distributors and stuff up to a Yeah certain yeah date. like they they can't do um they uh like the Netflix characters until 2021, I think, because it's like three years after cancellation. I, yeah. I heard that um, A New Hope was technically still owned by Fox. They're, yeah, well, even yeah, because even though they're Fox buying Fox, it's until it's like for the next five years, it's a wee, it's a wee way away. Mm. Um, they Disney won't actually there are, have. There are existed. bigger things that play around why we don't get to see the original versions of Star Wars than just Fox, though. Mm. So, right, we may, but never, it is, if it, it is like one day they will revert to Disney, and Disney will be able to decide whether they release them or not. Yeah, there's a there's a the going theory though is that there's a handshake agreement between Lucasfilm and Lucas that the versions he signed off on are the only versions that are in existence a fool what a fool it's pretty sad 
Yeah, but, you've you know, been you've been singing Lucas's praises this whole podcast. Now you get I? to this part, and it's like, fuck yeah. you, George Lucas. <laughs> no, yeah. it's, I mean, it's, may it's he rest in peace. Nice and respectful. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> we're gonna have to wait for that, right? We just have to wait for George to die, and then the you know the original movies that changed cinema forever yeah. will how, be available to people. How old is George Lucas? He's got a few years in him. It's, yeah. We hopefully we will all outlive him, but. Um, yeah, it's a dark conversation. What's stopping George Lucas from just making another Star Wars? What's what stopping have- George Lucas from dying? <laughs> he doesn't own them. Yeah, but you could still He's hire 74. him to make something. That, that's, no, but that's the thing. Like uh, people have had these theories that like George Lucas has got more money than he knows what to do with at this point. He's probably made a bunch of films and just never shot. Like there are interview or people have talked about talking with George Lucas where his plan for retirement was just to make a bunch of films at full budget that no one would ever see. Right. Because he just likes making films. Right. Well, that's what he says. Interesting. Um, yeah. Oh, no, I really hope that there's, like, I, that, that. what do you guys think about that behind-the-scenes material thing? Like, do you think we'll uh, see- I, I love behind-the-scenes show. I love commentaries. Yeah. So, and, and I hate that streaming's killing them. Yeah, yeah. So, so this could be the perfect way to revive it, right? Because Disney, all those Disney classics have incredible documentaries about the making ofs and- yeah um, and, and I, well, we'll bring all of those back let's see them yeah yeah and i would love um yeah and i'd love if disney did that and it was really popular and then it forces netflix to do them kind of thing because mm. you've you've got um you can select like languages and shit like that and you, mm-hmm. you can select your audio on ne- netflix so like the, the capability is already there to switch to commentary mode I, I mean i do think part of the reason it never happened on netflix is that people were licensing their material to Netflix and they still wanted the Blu-rays and the master yeah. editions that they yeah, were releasing I mean, you know, to your, still your sell. Yeah, but your bird boxes and shit, you know, could easily Yeah, sure, happen. sure. But I think, yeah, if Disney truly does, you know, and they obviously see this as the future of home video, there, there must be, please, there must be a plan for all of that please. extra stuff that goes into, mm. um, like, blooper reels and deleted scenes and mm. all that good shit. Okay. So what else do you guys <laughs> think about the Disney? We had, we had a small five-second gap where we recalibrated things there, and now I've got to do this seamless segue I want to back pitch into the really quick. I think I've mentioned this on this podcast before, but I want to pitch my dream property for okay. a Disney Plus Go show. Uh, I want Lucasfilm to do a fully live-action non-canonical version of splinter of the mind's eye which was the novel that was written as the low budget alternative to empire strikes back if star wars wasn't a hit and it's all set on one planet and it's got uh luke skywalker princess leia and darth vader and it doesn't have harrison ford in it um and it's just like a bottle episode but i just like and it would you know it you could never do it as part of continuity and there'd be no point trying but just recast uh, Luke and Leia. So put, you're saying put re- some, recast them? Yeah, put some guy in the suit and just have it be this Elseworld, like, freak show hour, you know, this movie that's fairly yeah. low. But anyway, they could do it with a big budget these days, but just make it the truest version of what that film would have been in if history had gone another way. Do it in 10 years' time, and then we can finally get... Um, Eleven from Stranger Things to play Leia, which is like because that would be the only person that could possibly <laughs> no, be cast I, I as Leia. This, to, to me, to and me, Sebastian Stan has to play Luke Skywalker. To me, what's it? What's the actress's name who plays Eleven? Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. To me, I maybe I heard it. I probably heard it. Someone say it before I thought of it myself. But when I heard the idea of her playing a young Leia, I was like, I want to see that. But I also don't want a young Leia movie, <laughs> so maybe this yeah. is the way to do this. Is, that. No, I think this is the perfect way to have a have, just have fun with it, right? Yeah. Um, I, that's the other thing for Disney Plus. I want them to do non-canonical stuff, but they won't. Um, well, they're doing What If, 
Maybe they could come up with yeah, a Star so, Wars what if. But again, I don't want to see in another galaxy. It'll be called in action. another galaxy. In an alternate galaxy. Yeah, in an alternate old, galaxy. Old gal. In a galaxy real close. Closer than you realize. <laughs> there you go. Um, in a galaxy even further away. <laughs> that pretty much covers off all my things. My one last little request is hopefully Disney takes the opportunity to remaster versions of films before they go on to Disney Plus, like the movie True Lies, which was a Fox property and has never been released in yeah. HD on the home video market. So come on, Disney. Boy, that's a good movie. Give it a set, that full, beautiful version of True right. Lies. And you just promoted it to the whole world in Captain Marvel. So give us the, <laughs> give us the option to watch that. <laughs> yeah. on Disney yeah. Fuck, Plus. that's a good movie, though. Eh? It is a really good movie. I've never and, seen True Lies. Oh, dude. It's well, James that's because Cameron, you can't even, Yeah, it's, it's, it's James Cameron. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger's best acting. It's really funny, and it's got yeah, some and great it's also action. Like the sexiest Jamie Lee Curtis movie. Yeah, the definitely. sexiest Jamie Lee Curtis movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, check it out. Like tonight. I Halloween so twenty eighteen would like a word with you. Richard. <laughs> Nothing sexier than Independence. All right. So, Richard, do you have any uh, anything on your wish list for uh, Disney ooh. Plus? I mean, I guess like similar to Rowan, but with Marvel. But Marvel's got way more announced. So. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I really like the idea of behind the scenes stuffing because that's kind of like a dying art. Mm, and so I'd like mm. to see that come back, see it. But it is very much, it's very niche as well, though. Yeah. Like, I can see why Netflix doesn't bother doing them because, mm. you know, like, you're, you're not, not going to subscribe to Netflix because you can get the commentary for something on it, you know? Yeah. Mm. It's, not, it's not worth investing in. Whereas Disney Plus, Disney's got so much money, you know? Just do it. Wow. director's commentaries alone would just like just make all of those available because if they don't make them available they're just probably at that point gone forever hmm. yeah well even like what would be cool is like take those old movies like you know aladdin or even further back to your dumbos and your ladies and the tramps and get like you know some famous actor and like like uh, like will smith doing a commentary on the original aladdin Ugh. Right, so you can be a <laughs> Did you bit think more. Will Smith doing a commentary on the original Aladdin. No, he's well, like, 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 that, like you know how um, he's saying you like, can be liberal with the concept sure. of yeah, a yeah, commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right, because like obviously, yeah. like you know, you can't get the filmmakers of Dumbo or the original Cinderella to do a commentary. So get like these celebrities that JJ Abrams like, like, and Ryan Johnson to do commentaries of the original Star Wars movies. Yeah, who wouldn't want yeah, to watch or, that? Like, like I'm imagining like a Graham Norton couch kind of thing. Yeah, but the Instead of Graham Norton, you have Cinderella. Yeah. You know, so you've got mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. these celebrities that are all influenced by Cinderella that you wouldn't necessarily think to put together in a room, but they're sitting around talking about this movie as it's playing out. And I think you could create some magic there. Nice. Disney's all about magic, baby. Yeah, exactly. Dude. Yeah. There's one thing. Do you think the, um, any like, like, will the Fox characters, Fox Marvel characters have a place on Disney Plus more so than? than the mcu or anything like not that. not the fox versions they're just going to reboot completely. yeah that's what i mean so, are they going to oh. reboot them for a disney plus exclusive universe or are they no nah, i reckon the they'll be pretty happy to put them into the the films proper first yeah i'd be very surised if there isn't a live action x-men tv series at some point on that's disney a good plus. idea actually oh, that because, would be a bit of fit for x-men wouldn't it yeah yeah because you've got so many like mm. there's like so there's there's so many x-men in the comics so and, many dude and you've got like, I mean, obviously you'll bring Wolverine, Magneto, um, Professor X, 
into the movies. Mm. But mm. like this, there's so many smaller ones that can make appearances in the movies. But you know, you've got like Quicksilver, Iceman, Pyro, and all that. How kind do of they? Shit. How do they? How do they deal with the fact they've got two versions of Quicksilver? I imagine they yeah. just don't put the X Men one in. But Easy. isn't that a pity? Yeah, I wonder. And <laughs> the great thing about doing them for TV as well is that X Men powers are kind of not necessarily deliberately, but but designed so that they're very simple visual effects. It's like lasers mm. coming out of someone's eyes is is yeah, the yeah. hardest visual effect paint. to do. Yeah, cool. Well, I think that about does it. I hope the the people listening to this um, learned. You know, maybe maybe no one knew about the streaming service, or no one knew what was oh, actually coming to the service. Actually, can I just give one last yeah, um, dream? Of course, I would. Um, add, there's no better time to do it than right now. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like one thing, and and I think you'll back me up on this, but because it's now kind of up in the air slash cancelled, but uh, Noah Hawley should do his a Doom TV series on for Disney sure. Plus. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Doom. Yeah, cool. I can't wait to not be able to subscribe to this when it launches. Yeah, yeah, it won't be New Zealand available. (laughs) It'll be US only for ages, probably. I mean, although, because the weird thing is, right, like Disney 100% owns all of this content, and a lot of it is, all of the good stuff is going to be new content. So even if we don't get the back catalogue right away, surely they can roll out all of the new stuff as soon as it launches? I mean, piracy, I imagine, is even easier when it's on something like a streaming service than when it's on yeah. TV. Uh, yes and no. I think it's a little bit harder because like, you don't often... No, I don't know. Anyway, um, Not that we're pirated. I'm not, not suggesting... I will pirate that- the shit out of no! The Mandalorian if I can't get it any other way. That's just how it works. <laughs> like... Because this isn't going to be. I mean, maybe it'll get like rebroadcast. Uh, in you New must. You must be but, aware that um, piracy is illegal, Ryan. But but otherwise, you wouldn't have said you would do it, Honor. I don't care. <laughs> lock me the fuck up. No, for real. Like I watch Mandalorian the day it's released. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm happy to pay for it. Yeah. Give me the. Give but me they're the not means. happy to take my money. No, I think there's a chance that some version of the service might roll out internationally, but. I'd, possibly uh, yeah. they put that in the too hard basket and they just yeah. how hard is it though well because they they, they sell all their rights differently mm. in each region yeah so right. it's about because currently they're kind of reacquiring it all from netflix so all the mm-hmm. marvel movies being taken off all the stars movies being taken off in the states and so it's once they've got a monopoly on all disney content in each region, then they can launch it. But so hopefully the new stuff, the, all the shows we've just talked about are only ever going to be owned and put on Disney Plus. And hopefully like a version of the shows are all available to us legally from the get-go. Mm. Well, hey, uh, we can all look forward to the ever-expanding Disney assimilation of um, Hollywood and entertainment as a whole. Um, I can't wait till in 50 years people just call movies Disney's. <laughs> like you guys go into the new Disney. Um, and yeah, this is the start of it and it's very exciting. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. You can find Cold Popshire on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and SoundCloud and iTunes, um, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also, um, email us at coldpopshiremedia at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash coldpopshire and sign up to one of our many tiers there. Uh, Rowan? Thank you for making your contractually obliged uh, two episodes a year. Richard, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. uh, The pleasure's all mine. No, 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 no. Actually, one idea I do have. (laughs) 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.